I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I really look forward to this, just sitting here in my big, black, comfortable leather poppet chair in my living room and talking with you in the middle of the night. Nighttime is the playpen of worldly delights. It's full of fantasies of somebody beautiful showing up unexpectedly at your door, you know, breathing heavily and then the sound of delicately perfumed black lace dropping to the floor. You hear strange, soft noises in the attic in the middle of the night. That gets your attention. And, of course, there's no one else around, so you have unlimited access to all the Oreos in the closet, including the crumbs in the bottom of the, of the box there. Night is all right. Morning is not. As far as I'm concerned, it's appropriate that the other meaning of the word morning is what you do at a funeral. I'm kind of lucky, and I, I take pride in the fact that I have a pretty good waker-upper in my head. It's very seldom that my alarm clock actually has to go off, because I can wake up pretty much when I need to, right on time, too, or maybe five minutes before. But today was one of the few days that actually started with that annoying sound that my alarm clock makes. I call my alarm clock the dawn cracker. It's because I usually set it either for noon or the crack of dawn, whichever comes first, which is it's okay, because you know, I work out of my home office. And it doesn't really matter what time I start or stop work as long as I get the job done. I used to really enjoy doing late-night radio. It was a very special feeling, just sitting in a small studio with just a desk lamp and a couple of turntables and a, and a mic and a telephone, talking to the world on, on WBZ in Boston. Then later on from Studio 2B in the second floor of the RCA building, WNBC in New York. I had a name for the feeling that I had in the back of my head when I was doing that. I called it my huddle. It was like I was the quarterback of a team of listeners who were gathered around me for, for mutual protection. And we had a goal, too, just like a football team. Only our goal was just making it through the night in one piece. Well, we generally did it, too. But for various reasons, mostly having to do with making a living, I also did early morning radio, which was hideous. I hated that. The only person on the planet who looks really good early in the morning is my lady wonder wench. I think that's why the good Lord made it so hard for us to get our eyes open early in the morning. You know, When we first get up, our hair looks like we stuck a wet toe in a hot socket. And our faces are a little off-center from sleeping on a, on a lumpy pillow. And we have stubble sticking out of our chins. Some of us, uh, the rest of you, no makeup, you know. Boy, what a mess. I think if you actually saw each other clearly in the morning, the price of ground paper bags of exactly your head size and the head size of your nearest and dearest would probably soar beyond the means of most middle-income families. And when they talk about traffic snarls in the morning rush hour, that, that just doesn't refer to too many cars on the road. It also refers to the expression on the driver's faces in those cars, too. Do yourself a favor. Don't ever take a close look. 
I, I just don't deal well with mornings. Take things like breakfast. I mean, who wants a cereal that goes snap, pop, and crack when you pour milk on it? I want a cereal that just lies there in the bowl and gets nice and soggy, but does it quietly leave me alone. Cereal makers don't understand that. They're always talking about how when you feed your kid our cereal, your kid will have lots of energy. Wrong. You want to find a cereal to feed your kid that will sap his energy, calm him down. Those idiots pour sugar all over a kid's cereal. If you have kids, you'll know doggone well that their kids are wild enough without giving them a sugar overdose. What are these people thinking? Parents don't want even more energetic kids. We want a little peace and quiet for crying out loud. Now be honest. Have you ever seen anything really interesting happening in the morning? Desperate maybe, yeah, but interesting, no. Nothing interesting ever happens in the morning. If you're not scrambling to get to work, you're out jogging. Have you ever seen a jogger with a smile on his face? Come on, have you? I'll bet you haven't. I never have. That's pain. Everything's in a hurry in the morning. I, I, I really hate that. Why should we hurry? Uh, come on, we're all going to get hit with an asteroid eventually anyway. And, and, and who says we have to get all dressed up and start work at exactly 9 a.m.? Why should we get all dressed up in the first place? See, that's the morning attitude. The nighttime attitude is more like, hey... It's not what you wear, it's how you take it off that counts. I like that a lot better. Dicks to tails. A bunch of fascinating but totally unimportant stuff to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. NASA has recently reported the results of what must have been a very unusual experiment in outer space. What they said was, quote, astronauts cannot burp in zero gravity, but they can still pass gas. <laughs> Think about that. Guy gets on the horn, he says, Houston, that's a negative on the burp, but ooh, we seem to have a real problem up here, Houston. No, we can't open the window, guys. Come up with some other solution. And here's something else from outer space. The Goodfellows Insurance Company actually sells policies that protect against alien abduction. That would be a really big story if they needed a government bailout, wouldn't it? And back here on Earth, Bolivia has a 4,000-man Coast Guard. Now take a look at the map. Bolivia doesn't have a coast. I don't know, maybe the mothership has landed. Dicks the tails. They take your mind off your mind. Got some really nice emails this week. By the way, my email address is dick at dicksummer.com if you'd like to get in touch. Now, here's part of a note from a former member of my radio huddle, as a matter of fact. Proud podcast participant Charlie Kay. And he says, quote, There is a lady with whom I shared the front seat of a 62 Fairlane listening to you doing Love and Touch on the air. She was a high school sweetheart of three and a half years who I let get away when we went our separate ways to, as we said, grow up during college. It took us 40 years to correct that mistake. Today we're back together for the rest of the run. 
and I'll be sharing the holidays with her in North Carolina, listening to your Love & Touch CD together, just like old times. That's nice. One of the stories in the Love & Touch CD, by the way, is called Growing Up. Growing up is faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. It jumps the tallest people with a single crunch. Growing up teaches you that you'll never catch a squirrel. It chases you in out of a summer rain. It warns you not to laugh too loud. It sits you on a chair instead of the rug. It keeps your shoes on. Growing up disguises you. It hides your kid name that means something like shorty or hot lips behind a Mr. or Ms. It even makes you answer when a clerk shouts, next. Growing up means no more trying to look through walls with x-ray vision or running fast enough to really fly, even when you're wearing new sneakers with Superman's signature right there on the ankles. It's finding out that the new moon isn't really God smiling down at you so you won't be afraid in the night. It's finding out that your father isn't the strongest man on the block. But if you're a boy, you mustn't cry about it. And you mustn't kiss him goodbye. Even when inside, you're afraid that he might not be back. Growing up is carefully learning the differences between the good guys and the bad guys. And it's finding out that you're a bad guy for liking the touch and feel and scent of people. You mustn't even touch yourself. Growing up is trying to hire Santa Claus. I'm no Peter Pan trying to hide in Never Neverland. I just like cold chocolate milk better than martinis. And I'd rather play crazy backyard football with some friends than watch perfection on the tube. And worst of all, sometimes I have to admit I cry. I'm no Peter Pan looking for a Wendy to mend my socks and cook my supper. I have a mother. One's my quota. I'm me. I'm looking for you. I want your inner quiet. I need your center of gravity. Will you risk letting me mean so much to you that you scream inside? Will you risk lying naked and defenseless in late sleeping mornings with me? And on other mornings, will you risk being late for work because you look so soft that I must have you once again thoroughly before you go? Will you risk wet floors and thunderstorms because the cool breeze and fresh grass smells so good that it's worth leaving the window open and chancing a sudden drenching shift in the wind? Will you risk walking with someone who likes to admire tall buildings even when he's not a tourist? Someone who gets more interested in how a hot dog tastes than whether he gets mustard on his shirt. Will you risk a life of wildflowers? Or those runty little roses that they sell in subways? Because orchids have a price, and I don't want to sell all of my life. Will you risk your life with a Clark Kent like me? I think you and I could help each other get over growing up.
It is a necessary process growing up. I guess it's okay, you know, as long as you don't overdo it. That story is called Growing Up. It's from the Love & Touch personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download one from the icon on the opening page. All right, just finished the last Oreo, so I guess it's time to tuck us both in. But let me leave you with the words of Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation. Louie says, quote, Don't let him tell you that it's always darkest before dawn. It's really darkest when you don't pay your electric bill. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.